0: Welcome back to our conversation with Steve Schneider, President CEO of Bug Tussle Wireless. They're up in the Green Bay area. He's a Kellnersville native. And since he was a young man, he has focused in on rural Wisconsin or rural anywhere. And now most recently in light of COVID-19 and how we've all become so much more uh, relied on the internet and connectivity. Well, his story just is something that the audience needs to hear. Steve, let's get down to explaining to me why I can't get service. What is broadband? What is cellular? What is fiber optics? In my mind, they're one, but that is clearly not correct.
1: Uh, That's right Pam and that's a it's a very confusing concept and uh, uh, the term broadband means many different things to many different uh, people so uh, broadband uh, by definition is a service that provides data transmission at 25 megabits per second downlink and three megabits per second uplink. Mm. Now that really doesn't mean anything to most of us. So really sometimes when we put in broadband, people will say, well, my cell phone doesn't work any better because their definition of broadband is that's how my cell phone works and other folks will put in broadband, uh, and they'll say, my DSL line still doesn't work any better because uh, we, we didn't really touch their landline carriers DSL that came in, which is a whole different technology. So again, the definition is fast speeds at that 25 megabits per second, but you can deliver broadband on Uh, a device that uh, we would provide doing what we call fixed wireless, which is taking a tower and Mm -hmm. going from one point to many different farms and houses and individuals. Mm -hmm. You can deliver broadband on your cellular phone or your iPad. You can deliver broadband by bringing a wire into your home, whether that's a copper wire or a fiber optic wire. Mm -hmm. Um, Copper wires are sort of obsolete at this point. Um, There's still some communities served on old steel wires, believe it or not, which predated copper. <laughs> and a lot of us today looking at fiber optics, which um, has an almost uh, unlimited amount of capacity. You could take all of the data transmissions of the entire state of Wisconsin and put them on one fiber. That It has that amount of capacity at this point. The problem is we don't see cars going down the highway with a piece of fiber coming out of the back of the car. So um, Mm -hmm. nor do we uh, see uh, homes that uh, uh, are fully utilizing just a tiny amount of the capacity of fiber optics. Mm -hmm. So we've really gone to a point where uh, the really high speed fiber is used to connect long distances. Mm -hmm and mid-tier, and then there's a couple of different ways that you connect your home, your farm, uh, or your vehicle to the network. And usually there's two components, one, which is a fixed component Mm -hmm. um, for when you're around your home and you're not moving about Mm -hmm. um, and you're using maybe Wi-Fi as a Mm -hmm. way of getting from where the internet comes into your Mm -hmm. home or barn or whatever it is um, to to your device. Uh, And then uh, the other is when you're out and about on a tractor, hiking through the woods uh, in a car, and that needs to be a cellular uh, type service Mm -hmm. Uh, people often get confused too because, you know, particularly with COVID, we hear about you know the cellular nature of of uh, uh, viruses and 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 all of those things. And we're not talking about human cells here. We're talking about the fact that when you use a wireless service, you only have so much air to use, air waves to use, and so uh, a cell. Is the area anywhere from three to ten miles around a tower uh, that that uses a particular amount of airwaves, and then you have another cell that uses different airwaves, so it doesn't interfere, and then the third tower, if you're going in a straight line, may reuse the same airwaves as the first tower. And in that way you develop a honeycomb type of structure that looks like all small cells, hence the name cellular. So uh, we provide both uh, cellular services that uh, large carriers rebuy, repurchase or buy wholesale, our uh, uh, services provided off of our towers. But then we also go from our towers, what we call point to multi-point technology where uh, we will have maybe 400 megabits per second of capacity or a hundred or gigabit per second mm-hmm. of capacity. And then we take that and break that up and go to 20 different homes that each maybe are getting 25 megabits per second. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to your home, you then put it maybe something called a router or yep. a Wi-Fi device that has a router in it, yep. which can then rebroadcast it around your home, mm-hmm. your barnyard, your, Mm -hmm. your golf course, whatever, whatever it is. And all of that's important because our quality of life depends on our ability to communicate our mobility uh, depends on communication today because we live in a very mobile society. We want services where we are, when we need them. And if that means it's on the back 40 Mm -hmm. on a John Deere, uh, uh, personally, I I have my, uh, my old Farmall M that I like (laughs) driving around, but, but if it, uh, has a little problem with the gas line, I want to make sure I can communicate when I'm, uh, uh, driving around on my M.
0: And that is exactly how we come to Bug Tussle Wireless. Those are the fundamentals that help keep you connected, no matter where you are. Maybe you're in town right next to the post office, or as Steve pointed out, maybe you're in that back 40. Regardless, everybody wants to be connected when you need it, where you are. And that's the Bug Tussle story. Steve Schneider along with us, President, CEO, and founder of Bug Tussle Wireless. Follow our conversations more at MidwestFarmReport.com. I'm Pam Yankee.